Welcome to another episode of Couple of Lattes podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jacques Massey, and in today's podcast, I wanted to go over emotions, uh, feeling them, uh, fearing them, embracing them, everything that you can think of doing with your emotions, the good and the bad, and why it's important to remember that life is filled with a range of emotions, and that this isn't a bad thing. It's just something that we can learn to manage, to understand, uh, and to use to our advantage. So when it comes to emotions, uh, the majority of us have this false idea in our heads that uh, only positive emotions are the ones that we should be feeling. Uh, especially in the day and age of social media and celebrity stardom, you see all of these people with uh, these incredible lives and fast cars and big houses and beautiful partners and all the money in the world. And obviously, all of this material wealth has brought them uh, unlimited happiness, unlimited joy, unlimited um, excitement, unlimited purpose, unlimited um, um, gratitude and, <laughs> well... Most definitely not gratitude, as we'll learn. And I think most of you already know that these people uh, who broadcast these lives and show off their fancy cars and their fancy things and their um, fake happiness, these people aren't truly happy. The reason they're doing this is because they need that external validation. They need to feel as if what they're doing is validated essentially that what they're doing is creating their happiness that this material wealth that they keep building and this journey that they continue to um, go through without any sort of end uh, will get to an end that if they keep doing what they're doing they'll reach this ultimate euphoric happiness and material wealth will get them there and social status will get them there and external validation will get them there it's quite simply not the case And the problem is when you buy into this kind of theory is that you yourself begin this this pursuit of happiness, so to speak. Uh, And the problem is that when you pursue happiness, the more it eludes you. Think of it as a cat. If you don't know a cat or a dog, if you're a dog person, if you are to walk towards them, quite often they'll put their haunches up, they'll get afraid, And eventually, as you get closer, they'll move away from you. But the opposite would be if you were to be patient with this animal, with this cat, with this dog. If you were to sit quietly, learn to understand them, offer them some sort of incentive to come towards you, eventually they would come towards you and initially meet. But as time progresses, you would develop a lasting long-term relationship with this animal with this cat or this dog happiness is the same kind of concept the more you choose to chase to pursue happiness the less likely you are to ever actually reach it for any sort of prolonged period of time you might briefly glimpse happiness in the form of uh, temporary pleasures you know sex drugs money alcohol these things are all temporary pleasures but What happens when these things finish, when they end? The happiness goes away. And just like the cat and the dog running away from you as you chase it, happiness does the same thing. 
The same can be said for any sort of emotion that lives in the beautiful state. Things like joy and purpose and gratitude and acceptance and love. All of these things you cannot chase. You need to allow them to come to you. And alongside positive emotions, you have this range of what we deem negative emotions, which, in my opinion, and I think as you learn to understand yourself more, these aren't negative emotions. Sadness, fear, anger, all of these emotions have relevance in our lives. All of these emotions come into our brain at different points throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year, throughout our lives, to send us a message, to give us an opportunity to learn from something. Think of frustration, for example. When you're a kid and you're trying to learn uh, how to, you know, open up a door that has a kitty lock on it, you experience frustration. And quite often kids don't understand how to deal with this emotion, so they give up and go away, and hence the kitty lock works. But as you get older and you learn that your frustration is just a signal to your mind to inform you that there's more that you need to learn here. There's more that you need to understand. Once you realize that and you realize that this problem isn't in fact a problem, it's an opportunity to learn, to grow, and to find a solution, you'll sit there for a while. And eventually as you get older, you'll figure out how to open the kitty lock and get in the cupboard with all the cookies. So the same can be said for your negative emotions. They're not bad. They're not things that you should run away from, things that you should suppress and never talk about with anyone and be closed off and allow these emotions to bottle up like a genie and then explode into life when you have your midlife, quarter life, whatever crisis. No. You should sit on these negative emotions, allow them to come into your mind, notice them, and then let them slowly drift away as their purpose is no longer required. Pain is the same. Simply allow it to be noticed, recognize that it's there, and let it drift away as it's no longer required. Don't uh, try and ignore it and push it away because this, as you probably know, will only make it increase. Same with anger, same with frustration, same with depression and anxiety. The more you hide behind these things and ignore the problem, the more they sit there and ask you to notice them. And this is when the real problem happens. And this is where you end up in these downward spirals and you are essentially consumed by these negative emotions. So to recap, when it comes to positive emotions, don't chase them. Allow them to come to you. And when it comes to negative emotions, don't avoid them. Embrace them. Understand them. Realize that they're a part of life and that they will come in and out of your mind from time to time to give you lessons, to give you opportunities to grow and learn from your past mistakes. So I guess now would be a good time to introduce a few ways that you can continue this learning because hearing this and understanding this is only one part of the journey. Now the key is to implement it, practice it, and teach someone else maybe. So I'm going to go through three tips that can help you uh, understand your emotions better. The first tip, uh, which is a common theme in this podcast, as I learn and grow about it more, is meditation. Uh, meditation and this uh, buzzword mindfulness at the moment, I'll just call it meditation. 
is a great way to be alone with yourself and to allow these thoughts to enter and exit your mind. Now, when you first start meditating, this will be overwhelming, hugely overwhelming, incredibly frustrating, and you'll be just flooded and flooded with emotions and feelings that you have no idea what to do with. But as you practice and as you learn and as you understand, like anything in life, you'll get better and better at recognizing, noticing, and allowing these emotions to simply drift away. You'll get better and, and better at quietening your mind, enabling yourself to, as if you were sorting through files that were alphabetized, alphabetized. <laughs> really struggle with that word. You'll be able to find the exact emotion that is most relevant to you at that time, the exact lesson to learn, the exact um, emotion to, uh, yeah, essentially be learning from in your life at that time. Meditation with practice will give you this ability. The ability to understand a flood of emotions and to narrow them down to just one small pebble, the relevant pebble, the relevant emotion for you at that time in your life, at that very present moment. And for those of you who have no idea where to start with meditation, I would definitely recommend downloading an app called Headspace. No, I'm not sponsored by Headspace, nowhere near it. Um, but I've been using it for a while now and the way that they structure their meditations and the way that you're able to be guided by people who know a lot more than you really helps you understand uh, the process of meditation and it really makes you feel comfortable with the fact that you know you're gonna suck at first you're not gonna be that good at meditation it kind of deals with that anxiety of oh, I'll never be good at meditation because the more and more you do it uh, and as the lessons get harder and harder and you uh, dive deeper and deeper into your meditation, you find that, well, actually, I am getting better at this. And the byproduct, you're learning more and more how to deal with your emotions. So number one is meditation. The second tip is to allow yourself to be vulnerable. Now, being vulnerable, vulnerable is terrifying. Uh, and especially, I find, for males because... Males are taught at a young age that being vulnerable is not cool and it's not manly and all this bullshit that goes with being secluded and removed into just one specific norm for your gender. Um, and I think over time, and it's already starting to happen, this uh, term that a friend of mine, Mika, coined is genderfication is going to slowly disappear. This idea that you're either male or female or gay or lesbian or whatever you fit into on the spectrum I think that'll just disappear and we'll learn to embrace emotions and feelings and ideals from all different um, types of human being essentially regardless of religion race um, sexual uh, preference regardless of any of that but essentially getting back to the second tip which is being vulnerable being vulnerable when it comes to your emotions is incredibly important because allowing yourself to be vulnerable and unashamedly honest with people about how you're feeling and um, allowing those emotions to come through. For example, if you're in a movie and something really sad happens and you feel that, allowing yourself to cry, allowing people to see that you're crying. You know, if you're really, really excited over something that's happened to your partner or a loved one or a friend showing that excitement and not being ashamed at 
people thinking you're over the top or that your emotions are unnecessary. If it's truly what you feel, show it. Allow yourself to be vulnerable to others. And I mean, the fear with that is, oh, if I allow myself to be vulnerable, certain people won't look at me the same way and I'll lose friends and I'll be alienated. And you know what? Fuck those people. Because the thing is, when you allow yourself to be vulnerable and unashamedly honest, you're being yourself. You're being you, who you truly want to be, who you truly should be. So when you are in that state, when you are that person, when you are you, you're going to attract the right people into your life and the wrong people are going to leave. And that's normal and that's okay. If you have people in your life who make you feel ashamed for being vulnerable and being honest, those aren't the kind of people you want in your life. Those are people that as you're building your sky, your sky rise building, they're the ones with the fucking huge steel wrecking balls that are trying to smash you down. You don't want those people. You want the builders. You want the architects. You want the people who are going to support you and put the beams in place so that you can become the person that you want to be. So second tip is to be vulnerable. And the third and final tip is to do the work. So what I mean by that is, you know, if you want to be happy, and I think we all want to be happy in some way, and we all want to feel joy, and we all want to feel content, and we all want to feel purpose and gratitude, and uh, deep down I think we all want to be empathetic and understanding and be surrounded by love. I think we all want that, even though some of us might say we don't. I think we all do. If you really want that, you need to put in the work. So, for example, when it comes to purpose, when it comes to finding happiness, when it comes to being grateful and being accepting of yourself, you need to do uh, the learning and do the tasks and the jobs that will get you to that point. For example, if you want to find purpose, get up early in the morning and start doing things that you enjoy. Find out if they're things that get you excited, get a fire lit in your belly. If they're not... Move on to the next thing that gives you joy. But do the work. Just like... uh, Just like anything in life. If you don't practice. If you don't put in the hard work. It's just... It's not going to happen. The same goes with... You know... Being accepting of yourself. Being empathetic uh, about yourself. Being grateful for what you have. Do... um, Do things on a regular basis daily that will allow you to develop those skills, allow you to develop gratitude, allow you to uh, develop self-acceptance, allow you to develop self-love. Stand in front of the mirror every morning after your shower and tell yourself 10 times that you love yourself while looking in the eye. Mean it. Be honest about it. You might cry. You might realize you don't actually love yourself to start with, but at least you're putting in the work. Do that every day for a year and you'll be a transformed person. If you want to feel more grateful, write down the things you're grateful for every single fucking morning. If you want to control your emotions more, meditate every single day for 10 minutes. If you want to find purpose, keep ticking off the things that you enjoy, a list of things that you want to create a business around or create a purpose around. Do them. Put in the hard work. Wake up earlier than other people do. Go to bed a little bit later than other people do. Make sure you get the right amount of sleep though. Don't watch Netflix. Focus on your purpose. Focus on finding out who you want to be. Like anything in life, if you want to 
be happy, if you want to be purposeful, if you want to be grateful, if you want to feel joy, if you want to feel excitement, you need to put the work in to make these things happen. So a couple of key takeaways uh, when it comes to your emotions. Remember not to chase uh, the positive emotions like happiness and joy and excitement. Simply allow them to come to you through meditation and through being vulnerable and openly honest about who you are. But do the work necessary to ensure that when those emotions display themselves, display themselves in your life, you're able to harness them, hold them, and keep them for longer. And when it comes to negative emotions, don't ignore them. Notice them. Allow yourself to really feel them. If you're sad and you want to cry, cry. If you're in pain and you want to yell out in pain, yell out in pain. If you're angry, listen to some angry music. Allow yourself to feel it. Notice it. Identify it. And let it drift away by itself. Alright guys, well that's it for today's podcast. As always, please like, please subscribe, leave a five star rating if you love it, and share it with someone you think this will really help. Uh, I truly hope that these podcasts are helping, and I'm really, really grateful um, for you guys listening, and sharing, and liking, um, because the more people that we can get on board with this podcast, um, the better chance it has of reaching people that need it. And also the better chance I have of making this my full-time gig, uh, which would be amazing, would be absolutely amazing. So thank you very much, guys. As always, send us a message on Instagram if you want, M-A-S-S-I-E underscore bros. And we'll see you on the next episode.